I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, but Travis Danraz wrote a very interesting piece for GlobalNews.ca. Government consultation shows parents overwhelmingly reject class size increase. You remember when the uh, government, the Ford government, asked us for our input on schools? Yeah, there was a survey done, and according to Global News, according to a source with knowledge of the survey results that uh, will remain unnamed, approximately 70% of parents felt an increase in class sizes would negatively impact students' learning. Also, they learned uh, results show a majority of parents were opposed to the government moving towards more e-learning for students. Now, the Ministry of Education has withheld the results of the survey despite multiple attempts by numerous groups to gain access to the information. And in September, Global News reported that the ministry had blocked a freedom of information request from advocacy groups, including Ontario Families for Public Education. When contacted Friday for comment on the results of the class size survey, Education Minister Stephen Lecce's office refused to provide a clear answer as to why they, the critical information continues to be withheld. Harvey Bischoff is president of the Ontario Secondary Schools Teachers Federation. He is in charge of uh, representing the teachers in the negotiation that's going on right now, and they've got a walkout plan for Wednesday. Harvey joins the show right now. Harvey, good to have you back again. Good morning, Kelly. Boy, oh boy, this news, uh, I'm sure, uh, might not come as a shock to you because you've been saying for some time now that uh, parents do not want increased class sizes and they don't want e-learning. Um, but is this, you know, were you first uh, made aware of it through Global News, the fact that uh, the survey results are actually out there now? Indeed, um, in terms of the numbers that the government themselves had collected. So, you know, we'd done some polling. Uh, It it was clear from our polling that uh, parents were not supportive of increasing class sizes and and forcing students into mandatory e-learning. The Ontario Public School Boards Association released polling just a week ago. It showed the same thing. I mean, both of those polls done with reputable uh, credible pollsters. So we didn't expect the government's uh, numbers to be any different, but they refused to release them. Uh, and you got to say now it's pretty rich for this minister to be claiming the moral high ground, uh, claiming that he's listening to parents and he's defending the education system when he's clearly going in exactly the opposite direction of what parents have expressly told him they want. In your opinion, what does this do for you, know, you uh, getting the upper hand on negotiations? Well, you know, from the start, we put on the table proposals that were meant to to safeguard the quality of education in Ontario. And people don't have to take my word for it. They can check our website, bargainingforeducation.ca, and see that those have always been our proposals. Um, and the government is trying to erode that, trying to increase class sizes, trying to force kids into e-learning. I hope they t- step back now and say, why are we pursuing a path that parents and students don't want um, when, there's a, when there's a much better path forward? Harvey, I know that you don't want to answer this question, but I'm going to ask it again. I know one of the things is the the teachers' sticking points beyond the e-learning, which parents now are finding out that when the province consulted them, they don't want the e-learning. They don't want increased class sizes. Where do you sit now uh, as far as if, you know, the government, uh, now that they know this information is out there and still refuse to release the results of the survey, um, you know, if they walked everything back and said, "Okay, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna forget about the e-learning. We're gonna bring class sizes back down to where they are right now, um, without the increase." Would you guys be willing to you know, maybe take a bit of a pay cut? 
So my members have taken a pay cut over the last seven years. Every year for seven years, they've fallen behind inflation. They're significantly behind where they were seven years ago. And again, you know, what we're proposing is, is really status quo pay. It's that it's, it's a keeping up with inflation. So my members make next year um, what they make in real terms this year. Is that you know, 2%? It's, it's running around 2% right now. Who knows? You know, it could be lower, uh, could be marginally higher in the future. But, you know, you go back to the, the, the body that uh, allows landlords to increase rents. Back in June, uh, every year they make their decision, or maybe it's July, uh, around what rent increases are allowable. This year they said for, tw- for 2020, they'll, they're allowing 2.2% rent increases. Why? So that landlords can keep up with inflation. Why should my members fall consistently year after year behind inflation and bearing in mind that I do represent teachers but I also represent support staff the bulk of whom average $38,000 a year what kind Maybe of you should run through who the support staff are for people listening Oh, happy to. So, so office clerical. So, you know, um, the school secretaries, for example, and amongst others, uh, some custodial workers uh, in schools. Uh, many of my members are education assistants, so they're ones who work face to face with high needs uh, students and kids at risk. Um, and so, all of those kinds of uh, support staff who work from JK to 12 in the publicly funded education system. And like I say, the bulk of them, $38,000 a year, there's not a lot of room um, in in their household budgets to fall year after year behind inflation. Let me ask you this. Okay, school secretaries, uh, presumably they have a similar kind of school day as, as teachers do. Do they get the summers off? Uh, it, there are, we have, um, we have some who are laid off in the summer. We have some who work through the summer. Okay. It, it, yeah, it depends on the system they're in. Appreciate that. Now, um, where do the negotiations sit right now? Because you guys have been talking through the weekend. Where are we at? Yeah, so we had, we, we, we uh, you know, nominally we were bargaining Saturday and Sunday. We're still at the table today and, and tomorrow. Um, we've seen no recognition from the government that the direction they're going in is to erode the quality of education. They've put nothing on the table uh, in those two days that would help move us towards a deal. So it's, you know, we're, we're very concerned and deeply disappointed by the direction this is going. Have you called them on the fact that Global News has exposed that they have a source that says the province's uh, consultations overwhelmingly uh, with the public uh, rejected class size increase in e-learning? Well, oddly enough, we didn't have much time to meet um, yesterday afternoon after that after that news broke. They weren't uh, they didn't seem terribly uh, 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 available for uh, a bigger meeting where that discussion might have taken place. So, um, you know, one draws one's own conclusions from that. I imagine you'll be bringing it up this afternoon. Uh, and with next, uh, you know, at the next opportunity, I think that uh, it's worth having a discussion about. All right, let me ask you uh, where we sit right now as far as Wednesday. We still having teachers walking out on Wednesday? And uh, and my support staff members, if we cannot reach a deal uh, at the, the two tables where we bargain um, for each of my groups of members, then, then we will be uh, on picket lines on Wednesday. All right, Harvey, thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Kelly. Cheers. Harvey Bischoff, a president of the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation, uh, still planning that walkout if nothing changes for Wednesday for high schoolers that go to public schools. Uh, I, I wonder if this changed uh, people's views on the negotiation, this information that Global News has uh, learned from a source with knowledge of the survey results that the, you know, it's a public consultation. Right. The government says, hey, what do you want? We're looking at class size increase. Are you OK with this? We're looking at mandatory e-learning. Are you OK with this? 
And the 70% of parents felt that an increase in class size would negatively impact students and their learning. So not okay with it. What's the use in having a public consultation if you don't, A, put out the results and B, follow what the public say? I mean, we're in a situation where Doug Ford's popularity is incredibly low. And what do you think is going to happen to the numbers from your public consultation? You just have to be willing to uh, say, okay, well, we're going to change things and we're not going to consult because we don't care what you think. Or you consult and you follow through with what people want. I bet you a lot of people are going to be siding with the teachers now, I have to say.